gloria a su nombre de Jesucristo is that passable ok good good I won't go any further than that <laughs> water's deep amen Merry Christmas praise the Lord happy new year for lease Navidad. Isn't that right? <laughs> All right. I'm excited about the word of the Lord. I'm excited about the fact that I'm a son of God, a child of God. I'm excited about the fact that uh, there are, wow. Um, I went through from Romans to Jude, and I circled and highlighted in big, I made a big deal out of it. Approximately 80 instances that the apostles recorded what we have and who we are now in Jesus, in the kingdom, by virtue of the new birth. And it is powerful. And it is, uh, would be much akin to um, Megan, American girl, multinational background, who has now married Prince Harry, who incidentally is the name of our new Wirefox Terrier. And uh, she is learning protocols of the kingdom. She has to learn how to curtsy to the queen, when to curtsy to the queen. But more than that, she has have to, she is having to learn all about the kingdom. She's, she, is, she has come into incredible wealth, incredible service to her personally, servants, and she is having to absorb all of this. And somehow or another, it's just never gotten across to us that we are in a similar position. In fact, we are higher than she is because the Bible said we, you are made kings and priests. How about that? So it behooves us to study relentlessly the New Testament, the New Covenant, God's now way of dealing with those who follow Him. Because in so doing, we will learn our authority over enemies. We'll understand our position as royalty. When you understand that position, you'll understand the wealth that has come to you by virtue of this new birth, this transition, I don't sing the song, I'm a poor, poor rich man anymore. I used to love that jingle. I mean, wow. That was a good one to, to jitterbug on. I'm telling you. Poor, poor rich man. And I know what they're saying. They say, I'm poor, but I'm rich in God. Well, it, it, no, I, I am I'm also rich rich in God hallelujah I, I would encourage every one of you that between now 
and the dawning of January 1 that you write down some declarations for you for the new year. Things that you are saying are going to happen for you in this new year. Write them down, speak them out loud, speak them boldly. Praise God. Uh, that began to work for me before I ever knew that it was a law of the Spirit. I was about 19, and I said, before I am 20, I will be assistant pastor of a large church for us. I will be taking flight lessons and, I don't know, two or three other things. Do you know? I said that to all my friends. Do you know that before I was 20, I had all of a sudden this pastor who I knew out of nowhere called me. The Lord had shown me the night before that he was going to call, that he wanted to meet me and what he was going to ask me to do. Now I'm just a kid. And I began to practice this law that was in Scripture that I didn't even really know it was a law in Scripture. I just was full of vinegar and said it. Them vigor and vitality, you know. And next morning he called. I went, came and he told me what he wanted. Come and be my assistant. I was his assistant running about 300 people in the church. And on top of that, he had a certified flight instructor in the church I said come on we got the plane let's go let's go so here I am so I learned a, a valuable lesson in that you say well what if it's not the will of God well that is something to be considered as well say Lord within the parameters of your will I speak this I speak Increase spiritually. I speak increase financially. I speak the gathering in of my family and my loved ones. I speak that. I will say that, you know, whatever, put time limits on it. You say, whoo, I don't know about that. We have, we have used the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust the Lord, do what he knows best. We've used that plug until it's worn out and it doesn't produce. I said it doesn't produce. So we have to uh, do this. From the book of Psalms, the 27th chapter, uh, a portion for your consideration this morning. And incidentally, we today celebrate uh, six months in Baytown. Hampton Inn is going to weep. <laughs> Amen. <clears throat> I don't know about y'all, but anyway, I know Hampton will. I can hear the little, <laughs> glory to God, we can get back to normal. Uh, 27 of Psalms in verse 4. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Two things that will will hasten your victory. Two things that will hasten your victory. The first one is focus. First one is focus. I said the first one is focus. 
We come to the Lord with about 225,000 different things that we'd like for him to do, take care of. You know, a uh, new, new, uh, new stove, new dishwasher, new, 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 you know, all around the house. and Painter, cheap painter, cheap, you know, Lord God, send it. Oh, and by the way, Lord, touch my children, bring them in, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen, hallelujah. And we don't get any of it. But if you have something that you need, the first thing you have to do to receive it is focus. Focus. That presumes that you know that what you're asking for is the will of God. Now I would tell you now that it is the will of God for all of us to prosper and be in health. That is the will of God. You don't have to ask him or seek about that. Lord, if it be thy will, bring me into health. If it be thy will, let me have a pay raise on the job. That We know that that is his will. Amen. If that's not enough, we know that bring the tithe into the storehouse and prove me now herewith. See if I'll open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You'll not have room enough to receive it. If you have not gotten the place where you do not have room to receive it, you have not gotten God's best. Don't shout me down. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I don't know what the FDIC limit is now. Is it 250000 per account? Some banker person tell me. 250000 per account until you've gotten there, you know, you got room to grow. Until your pantry is full top to bottom and sitting out everywhere, until your freezer is full top to bottom and you're scratching your head and said, sweetheart, I guess we'll have to buy another freezer. Come on. Open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You'll not have room enough to receive it. Amen. Focus. It has to be focus. And, and, and many of us have just backed down and you say, well, you know, let the will of the Lord be done, which is a phrase in the Bible, but it is not when it's pertaining to a victory of ours. Come on. In the military, there has to be a focus. What are we here for? What are we trying to do? Who are we trying to come? Who is the enemy? David and Goliath, David knew who the enemy was. Israel knew who the enemy was. But all of Israel's military was quivering and quaking and afraid. David knew and David pursued. So in your declarations, you can just say, in Jesus' name, you are directing the angels of God. You are sending wise counselors, loving, wise, loving counselors to my family to draw them into the fold. The angels of God are with them night and day. They cannot escape the reality of the kingdom and the call of God. And what that does, we have to understand that when we start saying things about other people, that they have to respond as well. Oh, quote, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, but you can put salt in the pasture and make him awful thirsty. So the salt is the night and day pursuit by the angels of God, by the Spirit of God that brings it to them continually, continually, continually. And then when you start calling them brother and sister, when they're sitting there blowing smoke in your face, that has a bearing on them. Come on. Oh, my child loves the Lord. 
Mom, I'll never serve the Lord in my lifetime. Oh, baby, what you don't know will hurt you. Amen. Come on. You are going to serve the Lord. You're going to be in the choir. You, the Lord's even liable to call you to preach. Glory to God. You just say that boldly in front of them. And it don't matter what they say. It doesn't matter how they resist because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thank you, Jesus. Focus, focus, focus. Every distinct answer to prayer that I've ever received in my life came as a result of focus. I knew what I wanted. I knew that it was the will of God. And I said, here it is. In Jesus' name, we're going to stand on that and we're not going to back down from it. Glory. Now, the second thing to hasten your victory is, to, is obedience. Now, of course, immediately when we say obedience, we go to the negative side of that, which uh, I need to stop eating pie. I need to stop dipping snuff. I need to stop cussing. I need, you know, we need to think of all of the don'ts that come to us as in obedience. But obedience has as much to do with the proactive side of doing what the Lord said do as it does with the don'ts. Amen. In fact, doing what he says will eliminate many of the don'ts. Okay? Doing, pursuing the Spirit, pursuing the Word of God, and all of a sudden the, there's just a vacuous space on the inside of us where the old stuff used to be. You just don't want it anymore. Just don't don't care about it. So, obedience uh, it is it is called righteousness. And again, that righteousness is the connotation of all the stuff that we had to stop when we came to the Lord. But righteousness means simply the right way, God's right way of doing things. So there are activators that once we begin to focus with faith, with expectancy, with hunger, there are activators that when we put that with our focus, our faith-filled focus, that these activators will begin to cause uh, uh, explosions in our spirit. They will do things and they will, they, will, they will cause the spirit world to awaken and begin to operate to our benefit and on our behalf. One thing that comes to mind immediately is praise, praise, praise. Paul and Silas in the jail, they prayed and sang praises unto God. Was that a miracle or what? Come on, they were delivered from that, that confinement. They were set free from that because they applied a, a, an obedient act. It's always proper to praise the Lord. You know, within, I mean, not when you're led to intercede for somebody, but, but, but praise has to be a part of our life. When we are believing for something, we praise the Lord. What's, what, what do I say? Well, I, I say, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for this that I am believing you for. I give you glory that the victory is mine. I do not back down, Lord, but I, in fact, uh, Romans, the fourth chapter says uh, that, that Abraham grew strong in faith, giving glory to God. Amen. Because every time you say it with faith, say it in praise with faith, there is a, there is a upbuilding, a strengthening that goes on inside of you. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to someone right now who is so demoralized by the events of life that you see no hope. You, you have lost hope. 
But I'm telling you that if you will get into the pages of the word of the Lord and, and explore those things that pertain to what you've been struggling with and has so demoralized you and feed on that, feed on that. Yeah, uh, yesterday, uh, you know, I usually, you can tell that I experience hunger at times. I experienced that at times. And I prayed for that hormone that tells you when you're full to kick in earlier. <clears throat> but I guess the Lord just wants me to use my willpower, okay? <clears throat> anyway, so so yesterday, you know, I, I don't know, midday, early afternoon, even mid-afternoon, um, I just uh, was kind of, just kind of, Dragging, but I wasn't hungry. Dragging, but not hungry. So I wasn't associating my dragging or feeling low physically, mentally, with having not having eaten. Okay, I didn't do that. So uh, Wiki suggested, said, you know, you about ready? Sure, I believe in preventive maintenance. You know what I mean? Just let's get ahead of things. Let's not wait, you know, till we get in the bind. And so uh, anyway, we, we, we went and we... We ate, and I mean, as I was going in, I wasn't even—I wasn't even excited about the possibilities of the groceries that were there. Uh, but I just came on in anyway. When I sat down, and I got about half of the first little plate done. Oh, it's a beautiful day. It's just wonderful. What happened? My lowness, my blueness, my hopelessness feeling, physical, was exacerbated by the fact that I hadn't been feeding, eating. And when I began to eat, the hormones, the chemicals of my body began to do what they do to elevate me to a place of goodness. Point taken. The word of the Lord, you could feel hopeless, but if you begin to you begin to feed on that, you begin to just just feed on that, and you you ponder it in your heart, and you ponder it some more. Uh, Brother David said this morning that I'm getting, I'm, he's going through his concordance and he's writing, noting these scriptures, and he's looking for the one that is going to, ooh, you know, that is going to hit. And uh, I, I wonder how many of, how many of you. Sometimes you just don't know. You just go to the refrigerator. You, you're just looking. Honey, what, what do you want? I, I'm not sure. Not sure. Well, it's obvious you want something. What is it? I don't know yet. Just give me time here. You know. I, I heard a funny. Uh, maybe some of y'all seen that this guy counseling on 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 marriage, and he says that. That wives see the big picture, men see only what is front in front of them, and so the wives can open the door of the refrigerator and see it all with one glance. The men have to go like this, and often can't even see it when they do that. <clears throat> but soon you discover it. You say, "Oh, you know what? I've I've been wanting a pickle. I just man a pickle. Ooh, yes, shoot!" And you get that pickle out, and it gets another one and another one, and you just, "Oh, thank you. Wow, this is good." Or or maybe I just love, I love condiments. Anybody here love condiments? 
I love Tabasco. I love pepper sauce. I love mustard. I love Miracle Whip. I love mayonnaise to some degree. I, I just, uh, Heinz 57, yes. Man, yes. Folks, yes. They're that good, you know. Man, a good jalapeno pepper, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And you do that with the scriptures and you search and you hunger and you search and you hunger until that, that thing comes to you and, and all of a sudden it takes hold. Your spirit man is more real than your physical man. If you don't believe it, just try doing without the Holy Ghost for a while and your physical man becomes a drag to you. Come on, not right? And then your physical man tries to start feeding off the things of the world which are like, like sugar, boom, right? But the spirit man, he, when he feeds on the word of God, and he feeds on what God is saying, all of a sudden there is a strength that comes from within, from within. Out of the heart, the Bible said, are the issues of life. So I take care of my spirit man, my heart man first. I feed him first. And out of him comes the issues or the tributaries or the rivers of life. Isn't that what Jesus said? Out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. He that believeth on me as the scripture has said. But I have to feed on that. I focus. I get my hope back. And then I obey and then I obey. Listen, there are victories for every single person in this room today. There is victory for you. There is miracle victory for you. Every one of you has a miracle, has a series of miracles that are available to you to change your life, your outlook, your approach, your everything. There are miracles available for everyone. There is an inexhaustible supply. It is inexhaustible. So many of us have so, so played ourselves down and so subjugated ourselves to uh, actually Satan's uh, sanctified thoughts. You understand that one? Satan's sanctified thoughts. I'm the least in the kingdom of the Lord. Yeah, Paul said that he was the least. Okay. But there are so many other scriptures where he said we have been seated in heavenly places. Far above the principalities and the powers, the workers of this world, the prince of the power of the air. We're, we're above all of that. But that we have we have been so schooled in, I'm a nobody. I shouldn't expect the Lord to do anything for me. Oh, if you just read the Bible, you would throw that garbage out. The prodigal son, for instance, he didn't deserve anything. He had already spent his inheritance, squandered his inheritance, wasted it, blew it. But when he came back home, his father embraced him. His father ran to meet him. 
His father said, bring the robe, bring the ring, bring the shoes, kill the fatted calf. Let's rejoice here. He did say, Father, I'm not worthy in your sight. The father just brushed that aside. Welcome, son. I knew one precious brother uh, in in a church, and he had he lived a very uh, wicked life. He had multiple marriages and children that he didn't see until way later in life. He'd been a marine, he, you know. He, I mean, he'd lived a life, and when he came to the Lord. Rheumatoid arthritis began to attack his body and his hands, fingers, horribly gnarled and twisted. And But you couldn't talk to him about receiving healing. This is my pay for what I did. This is the penalty. Is, is, is that the Lord's will? No. 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 Six months of preaching to y'all? You still? No. You ought to come caterwauling out of the pew. No! No, it's not the will of God. Anybody just read the Bible? Just read the beyond Billy. You know, that is not the will of God. But you couldn't talk him out of that. And you know what that's a form of? That is a form of be, wanting to be a co-redeemer with Jesus. I have to pay the price too. There's only one that was elevated enough to pay the price for you and for me for our past sins, our present sins, or whatever we're going to try in the future. Come on. Only one, and his name is Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. And when I came to him, he forgave me, not only forgave me, but forgot the junk in the past. So, well, I can't. Well, you need to join him and forget it too. Put it behind you and rejoice that you're now a child of the king. Hallelujah. His royal blood is in you. Years ago, um, and I should wrap this up, give you an extended time of fellowship. Um, I, was, I was wrestling with a thought in my mind. Uh, you know, I was raised by this pristine generation. The ones that I grew up in church around, I wondered how they had children. Birds and bees, shh. You never saw him kissing? 
Made me feel backslid. <laughs> Did any of y'all, was any of y'all raised with that group? I mean, I don't know if they, you know, they just rub shoulders in the hall and all of a sudden they were expecting. I don't know, you know. That's what it seemed like. I bumped in my wife in the hall and and of course their record was whoa it was out there I have never smoked I have never touched tobacco I have never touched alcohol Drugs be that, well, now I may take some Valium. But that's kind of covered by the blood, you know what I'm saying? Little heart meds, you know, I have to have some of it, you know what I'm saying? You just see them zoned out all the time because they a load of Valium. Peace, peace, wonderful peace. Coming down in the form of a pill. That was the group I was raised by. And so I was confused. And part of my confusion was this, is that, Lord, as we're coming into this generation that is upon us and has been upon us, where there are multiple partners, if we know what we're talking about. Multiple marriages done everything that came to mind. How? Because I remember in my late teens when I, when I messed up, when I came to the Lord for forgiveness, I was not concerned so much that I had hurt him. I was concerned that I had broken my record. which was what we were taught was all that mattered. Be you faithful. Be your record keeper. You keep that record. So when you come to God, you can hold out your record. And so my thought was this, is that, Lord, how in the world, how can we reconcile this? Because we were raised with the, the record group, the record-keeping group. The group that had never failed from birth. It was immaculate conception for them. They hadn't sinned. Some of them never got a whipping. Man, I'm lost. I'm out there. I got whippings. I desired different things. Come on. My grandfather on my mother's side was a, was a smoker. And I told him one day, I said, Papa, I said, why don't you, I was six, seven years old, I said, Papa, don't you know that smoking will send you to hell? And he said, well, son, I, you know, whatever. And I, then a few minutes later, I said, Papa, give me one of them old cigarettes. So I'm, I'm concerned about this. How can we reconcile this? And I, uh, believe it or not, I was reading one day Dr. Norman Vincent Peale. Some of you remember him. 
And Dr. Peel said this. He answered me just explicitly. He said, what is going to happen, the beauty of what will happen for this new generation who has sinned to the max, who's done everything possible, done what they withheld, nothing from themselves. He said, what happens is when they come to God, they will not come with a record, but they will come with praise and adoration that he took me in having nothing to boast about. He took me in and brought me into the kingdom of God. I think that's wonderful, don't you? Hallelujah to God. I can't say that, I, you know, those people can't say, I was born in the church and raised in righteousness and never did this, that, and the other. But no, I did it all, but Jesus washed me and cleansed me from all of that. Hallelujah to God. It's under the blood. He forgave me and forgot, and I am forgetting too while I praise him and give him the glory. Praise is one thing. Sometime a day of fasting. Sometime a day of just focusing on the Lord. Just, just the folk, the the obedient act of focusing, just focusing on Him, will bring the reality of your miracle on the inside of you. When you get it on the inside, it's done. So when it, when it gets on in here, it's done. That's the reason we speak it, we meditate on it. We praise him until it manifests in here. And when it explodes in here, you just get up and start shouting and running the aisles because it's just a matter of hours, days until you will see it in vivid color. Amen. Praise the Lord. I approve of this message. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And I just welcome you to go get you some water and shake hands and whatever you want to do. Amen. The Lord bless you.